a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into this week's episode of the It's Utah's World Podcast. Tom Hackett, Steve Barter with you as always. Um, oh boy, Nightwit Subaru, we love them. We appreciate them. Hey, there's this really cool thing. I actually just recorded a new podcast spot for them, actually. They are looking to buy used Subarus. So if you drive a current Subaru, you need to go down to Nightwit Subaru and speak to them about how you could potentially trade that used Subaru in and exchange it for a brand new 2021 model Subaru. And oftentimes what they're doing is actually your payments will be uh, the same as what they currently are, sometimes less than what they currently are. So uh, used cars are hot right now, I tell you, and uh, no better time to look to trade your used Subaru in if you do drive them. So anyway, nateway.com. 1207 South Main Street, South uh, Salt Lake City is where you can find them at. All right, this is going to be a fun podcast. It's going to be an interesting podcast because, Steve, where where are you right now, my man? Uh, I uh, I just finished up at uh, Glendale. So I'm, I'm currently podcasting mobile from the car, trying to uh, just find a spot uh, to uh, ensure I've got a good connection. It, for whatever reason... My internet connection isn't great out there, Glendale, so uh, 5G, baby. It's what it's all about, I guess, but not at Glendale. So uh, if you hear some car noises, it's uh, it's not Tom. You are a bit choppy wherever you are, so you may want to find a better spot than that, but that's okay. In the meantime, look, we'll, we will keep this week's episode shorter than the standard 40 email um uh, sorry 40 minutes is what i said uh meant to say uh but but look there isn't too much to talk about there are a few things we'll get into some recruiting i'm sure steve has an update on recruiting for us and then of course i guess the big news was the announcement made by the university of utah that they are going to allow fans they're going to allow 6500 fans into spring into the spring game uh they are going to charge 22 dollars for a four pack of tickets all proceeds are going to go to the Ty Jordan Scholarship Fund, which, um, I, look, I personally think is a tremendous cause. It's it's very little money for four tickets. I know, I know the spring game is usually free, but given the circumstances, financial circumstances, the university has faced over the past 12 months, plus the tragic passing of uh, Ty Jordan, I think this is a tremendous way to try and to try and help the university out, help the Ty Jordan scholarship fund out. Steve, when you when you heard the news, 
when you wrote about the news and when you saw the reaction online from Utah fans, what 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 went through your mind? Where where was your head at? Well, to me, once the news came down, it was it was mostly just like a matter of well, okay, it's official now. Like it always, once they made the announcement that fans were going to be able to attend, um, you know, other sporting events uh, like baseball and softball. Once they made that announcement, I think. When was that? I think last month or so. Um, once they made that announcement, it was it was mostly just a matter of time before they announced that fans were going to be allowed at the spring game. So, um, you know, it wasn't too much of a surprise. I was curious to see the number that they were going to allow into the game. And 6,500, that's a pretty good number, a pretty good amount of fans that should be in attendance. And... You know, the, the reaction today, the, the tickets went on sale today, earlier today, and uh, it seemed like there was a, a pretty good um, amount of people in line waiting for tickets, trying to secure their tickets. So, you know, we should have a pretty packed house. And for a lot of fans, it's going to be the first time that they're going to be in the stadium since November 30th of 2019. So it's, it's been 18 months since fans were last in Rice-Eccles Stadium. And obviously with the construction of the south end zone, I think that there is a ton of interest, a ton of excitement to get into Rice-Eccles Stadium, uh, not only to see the team, to see the players, but to see the progress of the south end zone construction and, and all that's going on with that. So, you know, all in all, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely uh, – a good thing. And, and truthfully, I think it's a great thing that they're charging, that they're, you know, <laughs> charging money for these tickets. And I think it's a great way, especially with, with the last year, with the pandemic, uh, the financial um, issues that Utah and other PAC 12 programs have faced with the loss of revenue. I think, you know, this isn't going to amount to a whole lot, uh, especially with, you know, the revenue going to the tight Jordan Memorial, which is a great thing that Utah is doing with that. Uh, but really, it, I hope to see it continue. You know, fans are, are interested. They want to see the team. And I think it's a great way to generate revenue for the program and, and, and all, all things moving forward in the future. So hopefully we can continue to see that. And all in all, I think it's a great thing that, uh, that Utah football is allowing fans back into the stadium. Yeah, no, I look, I'm, I'm right there with you, Steve. And, and to be quite fair uh, and frank, rather, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're a Utah fan looking to attend the spring game, which, by the way, is on April 17th with kickoff scheduled for noon, if you're a fan looking to go to that game and, and get a great brand of football, you're just you're in the wrong place, uh, my man. You're, you, you're not, you don't sure. go to the spring game to watch yeah, good football be played. You go to the spring game to try and, and, and feast your eyes on some of the athletes that Utah has that you haven't been able to see. You go, yeah. to, you go to try and determine what sort of chemistry the team has. You go to see the guys in person and, and to enjoy just sitting in the sun watching football in spring. But de- the defense doesn't change their look. They they run a cover two or a cover three, and that's it. They right. stay there, and the quarterbacks know that. And 
and so you know for, for all those people complaining about $22 it's like it's like well dude it's first of all going to a really good cause and second of all um it's it's not like you're going to go see great football you you and so i just don't i guess what i'm getting at is i, I don't understand where people come from when they complain about $22 for a spring game and i understand it used to be free but my goodness i i just wish people would see the yeah. big picture and 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 realize kind of what they're paying for and and what all comes with that but it's it, it is what it is steve it's tough yeah no it's it's tough i i'm with you there and you know with with the announcement i was i was doing radio so i wasn't on twitter i wasn't seeing a lot of the reaction you know from fans once it was announced um but i did see people you know, talking about <laughs> the the disappointment in seeing other fans, you know, voicing their complaints about having to pay money um, to attend the game, and and really, it's it's twenty two dollars. Like, it's not that much money. Second of all, it goes to an incredible place, an incredible fund with Ty Jor- the Ty Jordan Memorial. Uh, you know, so really, you know, I didn't see a lot of it, but I honestly. Truthfully, I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't paying attention to it. So if I if I missed it, you know, that's very disappointing that fans would feel that way. Uh, you know, so I, I'm 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 there with you, Tom. Like this is a great opportunity for Utah to welcome fans back in to generate money for a great cause, and you know, just to have fans back in the stadium. Like it's a great thing. Like who cares about twenty two bucks? Like it's twenty two bucks don't go to mcdonald's one day like you know what i mean like who cares it's 22 bucks man i know i know look the older i get steve the more i realize it's just that it's it's impossible to please everybody and and there were always going to be the naysayers out there but that's okay look we we will love them just as much as we love the next person we hope anybody and everybody that does end up paying $22 for four tickets, enjoy Shout out afternoon. to you, man. Enjoy your afternoon. Shout out to you. Yeah. Go watch some football. Don't expect a ton, but but it'll be fun nonetheless. Um, Hey, the other news that, that obviously rattled the, the Utah athletic realm, and again, we don't talk about the basketball program a ton, but it's been at the forefront of of really any of any breaking news over the last – Two weeks. They 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 hired Craig Craig Smith. Steve. They made a hire, yeah. um, and yeah. a hire that it seems like a lot of people were were, were for. I, I, I guess what I loved about the past two weeks, outside of the fact that somebody lost their job in Larry Kristoviak, who look, I love the guy as, as a human, and I know I spoke about this last week, so I, I won't go on about it. But but anytime somebody loses their job, I think it's it's sad. Uh, regardless of how how you feel about their their line of work, I I loved how the fan base rallied behind Mark Harlan and the athletic department and showed an incredible amount of interest in the yep. vacancy. I, and that 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 tells you everything you need to know about where the program's at. And and that yep. is, it's got great facilities. It's got a ton of resources. Everything's in place for the program to succeed. The fans now seem to be back and excited, and hopefully, more season tickets will be sold in 2021. And uh, and and the basketball 
stadium will be will be filled. Uh, the Huntsman Centre, I should say, will return to maybe not capacity, but boy, it was pretty dismal there for the last few years. There were you, know, you could yeah. count the heads of how many people were in the stands. Ho- look, I'm just hoping right. that there's an atmosphere that returns, and in turn, that'll help recruiting. And look, it's just a trickle down effect from there. So, Steve, I I loved how the fan base it just it, it felt real again and 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 yeah. it's like it, the, the program's alive all of a sudden no i i completely agree with you tom that's that's been my biggest takeaway from this whole event has been the fact that there is still an incredible amount of interest and love for the basketball program um we saw it at ute zone uh with just the amount of, of people following along the coaching search uh, in tw- in December of 2019, we had the most traffic that we've ever seen as a site at Ute zone. And, and you think about that uh, Utah was in the middle of, you know, going to the PAC 12 championship game, potential playoff considerations and implications, potential, you know, uh, NY six bowl game. You think about what was going on in the recruiting trail. Clark Phillips was, you know, going through the process of visiting Utah and all of that. He had Ben Fillinger flipping his commitment to Utah. He had all of these things. Um, and that was the most traffic that we've ever seen as a site was December 2019. The second most traffic we've ever seen was last month as fans followed along uh, this coaching search. Uh, and that says a lot to me that fans are incredibly interested in getting back up up uh, into the, the John M. Huntsman Center, supporting this program. And I think, you know, a lot of fans wanted to see Alex Jensen. They wanted to see Giant, Johnny Bryant. But those guys, they've got NBA written all over them. And they are this close, literally this close uh, to taking that next step, particularly Alex Jensen. I think he's real close. And Craig Smith uh, is just an incredible hire for Mark Harland. He checks all the boxes uh, and is going to be a guy that I think, first and foremost, is going to draw fans into into the stadium, is going to draw interest back into the program. And I think that, above all else right now, is what's needed. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's definitely ex- an exciting time. There's going to be a lot to come over the next couple of months, couple of weeks and couple of months as he fills out his remaining staff and kind of has to put the roster back together. So, uh, you know, it's going to be wild with this basketball program and what happens uh, over the next year or so. But in particular, the next couple of months is going to be fun to follow along. Yeah, it's going to be neat. Um it's worth also noting the university Mark Harland signed Craig Smith to a multi-year deal over over six years. So, so I think that's I think there's a message within that 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 needs to be talked about quickly, and that is the fan base. Despite the excitement, I think patience is 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 required. Um, the program, like I said earlier, has all the resources, the facilities. Uh, now it has the coach, but. It is going. To, it is likely going to take time for Craig Smith to really get the team that he needs to compete for Pac-12 titles and, of course, NCAA runs, tournament runs. So um, they they signed him to a six-year deal for good reason. Uh, Mark Harlan, I, I I don't anticipate 
has um <clears throat> I, I don't think Mark Harley is anticipating, sorry, that Craig Smith turns his program around overnight. I think it is gonna take some years, but as long as the fan base and the and the administration sees progress year after year, I I, I have good faith that Craig Smith will take Utah basketball to heights that they have not achieved over the over the the, the, the recent years. So uh, there's that hey, Steve <laughs> Uh, we can't we can't get out of here without just mentioning and I full transparency. I have absolutely no idea what to think about this this Gen Shaw thing. But the Utah oh. coach, the, the the Utah assistant coaches cannot catch a break as of no late. Kidding. Oh my goodness, Steve! So so a year ago, Coach Scally found himself in hot water, and for good reason for using a racist word via a text message. And he was ultimately suspended indefinitely and a full investigation by an outside firm took place. And it was probably a month by the time the the results from the investigation returned and were released. And he was eventually, uh, I guess, given his job back, but under certain guidelines and regulation and, his pay was decreased by fifty percent, and you know, you name it. Right. And then, and then, of course, like his best friend on the coaching staff, Coach Shaw, Sharif Shaw, who, by the way, I, I like is is the coolest guy, or at least he's always been the coolest guy to me. His wife was arrested earlier this week uh, by the FBI. Like, this isn't just, like, Salt Lake City Police Department or Draper right. Police Department just knocking on her door. Arresting. This is the FBI arrested Coach Shaw's wife um, for, for fraud, money laundering, yeah. and, and, and some corruption through telemarketing. Uh, Steve, what is happening? Like, where were you when you heard the news, I guess? I was sitting on the floor, and... Uh... And uh, I saw the news breaking uh, from from Ben Winslow yeah. that uh, that the news uh, he was she was getting arrested. And the first thing I did was yell uh, in the next room to to my wife Kendra because she she loves you know, Housewives of SLC oh, no. and she could she not think? believe it. She couldn't. I mean, she could not believe what was going on. Uh, just completely shook and flabbergasted. I had no idea what to think. Uh, pretty crazy for me. So uh, pretty, pretty wild that this is something hitting so close to home. Oh, dude, I, I just I could not believe it. I I know Jen Shaw from obviously my my days when I was over at, at the university a lot more. I spent New Year's Eve or at least part of New Year's Eve with her when Utah played Texas down there in San Antonio. And I, I just couldn't. Now, look, I, uh, innocent until proven guilty. But I, the fact that she was, you know, even being caught up in any of this to me was was just unbelievable. But I, again, full transparency, I've no, I have no idea. I haven't spoken to a lawyer about what they think is going to happen. Um, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. But but look, Jen Shaw, her her assistant, they're facing fifty years of prison time. She's forty seven. <laughs> If she gets a maximum sentence, she's getting out at 97 years of age. I mean, she may never see 
the light of day again for crying out loud. So it's, it's a developing story. We don't have any breaking news to, to, to share with anybody because obviously there's, a, there's an, an investigation by the FBI that's going on. Goodness gracious. But um, Coach Shaw is wrapped up in all of this, obviously, as, 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 his, as her wife, uh, husband. Sorry. So, um, look, I, I don't know if the university is going to make a statement. I, I have no idea what's going to go down. But, yeah. uh, but it's worth keeping an eye on. And if you're a fan and follower of our podcast, and uh, I would recommend jumping on Twitter and searching Jen Shaw and a thousand things pop up, you can kind of track the progress there. But Coach Shaw, unfortunately, is wrapped up in all of this. And so we have to... We have to be careful, and obviously the FBI is investigating, so um, we're not going to ever report anything that, that, that we know or hear because, because who on earth knows? Uh, Steve, what's the recruiting news, if any? Um, oh, shoot. Have, you, was, have uh, you recruited a, a new uh, putter, new driver? No, not yet. I'm, a, I'm about to... Uh... I'm thinking about getting some new clubs though. I'll be, I'll be honest there, Tom. I'm thinking about getting some new irons already, but anyways, uh, recruiting wise, uh, the only big thing to to really talk about, uh, is, is, uh, is actually on the basketball front with Craig Smith. He actually, while we're doing this, um, uh, podcast just picked up a commitment from uh, a transfer out of Cincinnati, uh, Gabe, uh, Madsen, Gabe Madsen, he was a high-level three-star prospect, small forward type player, um, was in the uh, 2020 class. So Craig Smith gets his first commitment ever as a University of Utah uh, men's basketball head coach. Uh, and and uh, so that's a big one. Obviously, with uh, the roster turnover, uh, getting a commitment like that, getting a, a, a forward that can do a variety of different things like Madsen can uh, or that Madsen can. Uh, that's a that's a pretty pretty big deal. So uh, gets his first addition to the roster, and uh, it's it's a good one. So uh, I'm uh, currently uh, working on that right now as we uh, as we podcast, Tom. Cool beans, Steve. Well, hey, I won't take too much more of your time. <laughs> Colin Chandler is also a name to keep an eye on if you're a Utah yes. basketball fan. The kid out of um, Farmington is, yep. I, I believe, a four star prospect and uh and craig smith has, has made it pretty apparent that he's going to try and rekindle that relationship with uh with with uh colin chandler and the university of utah so exciting times up there on the hill there's there's not a ton i will admit going on down at uh, the football facility but that's expected it's the springtime they like to keep things in in house and, and and see the progress and development of their players that way and through their own lens but but we'll be back uh next week steve uh, with an episode that'll be longer than this. We we will do our best not to leave it last second, like we often do at this time of year. But we, we, we do love and appreciate everybody listening. Hopefully you you enjoyed the show, the podcast. Nate Wade Super is our sponsor. Uh, 1207 South Main Street or natewade.com. Again, if you're driving a, a used Subaru um, and, and you wanna you wanna see if you can trade that in, right now's the time. Go and go and speak to the guys at Nate Wade Subaru and they We'll look after you graciously. Utezone.com is where you can find most of Steve's work. KSLSports.com is where you can find most of mine. Steve, much love to you, my friend. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see Same you here, next Tom. Week. All right, dude, have fun. Okay, take care.
a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.